The Frame Center Podcast. Welcome to the Frame Center Podcast. Today, it's just me and Scott. Nobody here to join us, so we're just going to cover some subjects. We're going to start a series of talking Informative about... updates to yeah. make you more aware of what uh, what you can get out of custom framing. Yeah, and I think cover, you know, I think that the more that we do, um, you know, when I go to people's houses, um, the more we do when we're interacting with the customers, the more I think that I forget that we know a lot more about framing than the average people. So, yeah. you know, just starting at the real basic points and just covering all the different materials, I think, is a good idea. Yeah. Maybe expanding on that at some point with uh, the social media team and getting into a little bit more expo- uh, videos that are explaining how to do things like hanging pictures yeah. and um, just starting from like step one, how to wire a job correctly, <laughs> Properly, it, it, yeah. you know, which you forget after you've done like 10,000 jobs, or, <laughs> you know, 10,000 wires on the back of something that customers come in and they want something wired. Yeah. We kind of autopilot it at this moment. You know, we don't even have to think about it, you know, which type of hanger we're going to put on it or yep. what kind of nodding we're going to do to, to wrap the piece up, but it's not always a, yeah. Cause other, other things too are like, you know, I, I when I did a bunch of stuff recently, like jobs weren't wired well, which makes it ch- hanging things a little bit more diff- difficult because mm-hmm. you're gonna start by like all right, I gotta rewire them. And then you got big pieces with saw teeth on them, and oh, then you God, got yeah. the, uh, the saw teeth on the on the corners, like they're done like it's wall buddies. But I feel like just starting from st- step one, like all right, these are the different types of hardware that goes on the back of jobs, mm-hmm. and you know. Their uses. These are yeah. This is when it's a good idea. This is why you hang things like this. Like their weight limits. Yeah. <laughs> what I have this extremely heavy mirror, and uh, you know, I, there's these things on the back, but there's no wire. It's like all right, well, that's a D ring. You want to hang it directly on that, but like helping to educate the consumers, uh, educating people that want to do some of this stuff themselves. Or just like so they understand why those things are done a certain way. I think it's a good idea and a good starting point. Yeah. Um, you for, Like I said, I forget all the time that like, all right, oh, go put this frame together. It's yeah. like, oh, there's a little bit more behind that. Yeah, and, we always say it's, oh, it's easy to put together. It is easy to put together if you've done it a few dozen times. Like, yeah. And after we're walking through it and going through the motions, you'll understand how easy it is too. And that's what we want to get to. We want to yeah. make it so that it's easy for anybody to be able to, you know, display their pieces on the wall without having to worry about it falling down yeah. and not having to rely on 3M command hooks. Yeah, 3M command hooks are not a good you idea. Know. <laughs> um, you know, and, but even like the wiring of jobs, it's like I sometimes I think like the, with the ready-mades, maybe we should pre-drill on all, you know, so that people don't... The spot you know, where they would need to hang it, yeah, yeah so like, that it's already... You, you want know, to put marked. these hooks a third of the way down, like, you know, how many people think just, you know, judging from some stuff I've seen, it's like, all right, well, that one is almost a third of the way down, and then the other one's like almost a th- you know, half. <laughs> half. You know, and that kind of throws off the balance you when you're going why it's to. Crooked. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, all right, I got to put another hole in the wall, yeah. like it slide it over another half inch to make it hang on the wall straight. Yep. I think that that's a series that we will start at some point. But today, mm-hmm. today we're going to cover glass. Yes. And, what, a <laughs> what a pain. What a pain. 
I know you've been the terrible. Itching, I know I've been I waiting to use that pun. It's written on the top of my paperwork for God yeah. knows how many months now. But yeah, it's uh, this is a subject you really wanted to get into. It is because it, <laughs> it, <laughs> it's important. A lot of people come in and you know we go through the whole process, and I usually leave during custom framing glass to the end because it's the one I usually have to have the most time I need to explain to people just to kind of, we've gotten everything else. We've picked the frame, we've picked the mat, we've yep. figured out how we want to mount it. But now how do you want to look at this piece for the, you know, yep. the next several years while you've got it up on your wall? Do you have, what kind of lighting do you have? Cause this all affects mm-hmm. how your picture is going to look with depending on what kind of glass you put in there. Yep. You know, the main reason for glass keep stuff from getting to your artwork, you know, yep. you know, a standard piece of glass is going to keep smoke, moisture, you know, properly fitted, smoke, moisture, and just any other kind of environmental hazards from getting to your artwork. That's its main purpose on there. Mm. The different types of glass we offer after that cover different lighting situations, and depending on what art you have inside, it's going to it's gonna make a vast difference on what you have. So, yeah. And there's a lot of different types of glass out there, but, I mean, we offer, for the most part, there's three main ones that mm-hmm. we're, we're selling, and they're all, you know, for, um, from the custom framing end, all have the conservation qualities. 99% UV protection. Yep. And they're all supplied through the same supplier, so that way there's not different grades from different yep. different people. We all get them from TrueView. Yep, consistency. And, yep, exactly. But, uh, yeah, so you're going to have your standard glasses just going to be called, you know, regular standard paned glass. Mm-hmm. Um, when you go to conservation framing mm-hmm. and the first one you're going to go with is conservation clear it looks exactly like any other type of glass you're going to have in your house so if you have other pictures up already that you're not reframing and you want it to kind of match up with everything else that's usually the the go-to standard glass that we have it protects it with 99 percent uv so even regular house lighting will fade a picture over time it's not it doesn't matter if a Yep. Sunbeam is going across it or not. Regular UV, regular you know lamp light. If you got uh, the fluorescent ceiling lighting, any of that kind of stuff will affect your pictures over time. Not as quickly, but it will do yep. it. You know, five years later, if you go to change, take it out of a picture frame and look at the edges, you'll see a different discoloration oh, yeah. marks. So. That's always a funny one. Like years later, you were like changing the framing, and it's like you pull the mat back, and it's like it's a different <laughs> color. That or everything turns blue. Right. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of. Uh, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, you realize that this print is not... Yeah, this wasn't, this wasn't <laughs> antique vanilla. This was actually yellow at one point. Yeah. This was, you know, a vibrant yellow piece with uh, green, not blue, uh, you know, striping or something along those lines. Uh, but it can definitely uh, be a bummer. You know, it's a piece that you have or it's a specialty thing that you had from a, a concert or from, a, you know, a family member's outing or something along those lines or even just vintage photos that you can't easily reproduce or then you have to go and pay big money to have yep. it fixed, touched up, brightened, any of that thing. Just putting a piece of conservation clear glass in there will save you headaches right off yep. the bat from there. Yeah, and, you know, conservation glass, fantastic, mm-hmm. but... I would still, even with the conservation glass, you don't want something hanging in dir- with in the dir- no. direct sun. Uh, you no know, matter how much protection's on times. there, a sunbeam, you know, going across the picture is gonna it's change gonna your do it's gonna no do some what. damage to it eventually. So you but, know, get some shades. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, step one up from the the conservation clear, just going into non conservation reflection control, upsides and downsides to that. Yeah, I mean, there's. You know, pluses and minuses on everything. It ends up having a, I'd say, a softened look to it. It has yep. uh, more of an antique quality because of 
this glare protection coating that gets placed on it, it diffuses the light so that when light hits the glass, it doesn't create a reflection bouncing back. So if you have a lamp or a television, you'll get a soft glow going across your glass instead, but you'll still be able to see everything else underneath. The downside is anything under that glass is also going to be softened. So if you have really crisp photographs or if you have uh, anything with hyper detail or anything along like sometimes uh, newer maps or things like that, anything with tiny writing, it's going to become harder and a little fuzzier to see without getting really up close to it. And it yeah. kind of defeats the purpose on some things. But for other pieces like pastels, watercolors, antique photos, things that already have a softened look to start with, yep. it can really actually, I think, make a picture look better. Yeah, diplomas are usually, in my opinion, always like a non is always a safe call. Mm -hmm. also, yep, because like, that know. way, no matter what you have for office lighting, house yep. lighting, anything, you no matter where you're going to put it, it's going to be visible yep. and viewable. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really a benefit to over the standard glass. Like I said, the downside is like the softened look, and sometimes that drives people nuts and makes them some people compare it to being dirty or clean. It's just, it's that antique look. And that's mm -hmm. what people, they use the wrong wording. And it comes off as a negative, but it's really not a negative. It's just, I'm looking right across the, the way from where we're sitting here. And there's two maps, one with a standard piece of glass in it, which I can then read all the frames yep. on the shelf next to it. And then there's the one with the non-glare. And it just has a softened glow going across it. But I can still read out yep. every word on that map and make out exactly what the shape is on something. So, yeah. Based on your lighting situation, it can be a, a much more beneficial look than just standard glass. Yep. Yep, and then it goes to the uh, you know the top of the line glasses, which is the museum glass. Mm -hmm. um, you know the which, clarity of the regular conclear glass with the added benefit of reducing the reflection by I'd say about seventy percent. Yep. Makes everything get like a pale pink or a pale blue tone to it if a light does mm. show up in it, which is far less distracting than a glaring yep. white bulb light. Or you know a sun you know a sun streak you know sitting in a room. I'd say the museum glass the museum glass is actually a little clearer too. I oh mean, yeah, the you clarity, don't, you yeah, don't even some in some instances you don't even see that there's glass on there. Oh, it's just like based on our little display over downstairs <laughs> with the amount of fingerprints I have to keep wiping off the museum glass because no one believes there's actually anything <laughs> yeah, in it. There's really glass. There's in actually glass in there. Yeah, but it does. It makes colors richer without having that bounce back of light inside. You know, mm -hmm. from regular glass, it allows more of that true color to come through. Blacks look richer, yep. colors look more vibrant, and it really does, in the right lighting situation, look like nothing is on there. Yep. But if you do have a light sitting on it, it's almost barely noticeable. You yep. know, it, it really is the best of all the all the different types of glass we offer. And it does come in two types. You can get the museum, and you can also get one called AR. Yep. AR is the same as museum, except it has a lower UV protection level. It just yep. drops down to 70% UV. And a lot of artists prefer it because it's easier to clean and not as hard to handle. Yep. You know, when going to shows, a lot of people are going to be touching your pieces, moving it back and forth, even just on the initial drop-off phase, not to mention once actually on display. And having fingerprints across yeah. your you know, pieces, it's kind of hard to clean off and have to constantly go up and, you know, wipe and, and, and uh, take care of it. So some people prefer the AR. They don't, you know, for the amount of time it's going to be hanging, the lower protection value on the UV doesn't matter as much. To them. Yep. You know, the value, it's a little less expensive, but not by a whole lot. I'd say it's around the same par as what non-glare yeah, glass would run. Um, but, yeah, there are some differences for it. Yeah, and then all of those, uh, you know, those three options also come in the plexiglass form. Mm -hmm. um, 
and again, plexiglass has its own benefits, you know, being lighter on some of the bigger pieces. The size the options get a little bit larger, um, you know. Fragility. Yeah. So, you know, it's a little bit safer when you have a 48 by 72 inch. Uh, yeah, transporting a giant map or a. Uh... <laughs> yeah. That makes for a, uh, one of the uses for Plexi, you know, if you're shipping stuff, if, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of artists, uh, you know, have stuff going into shows. I think some shows do require yeah. Plexiglass. You know, the downside being that, you know, it scratches. It scratches, has a static buildup sometimes. Usually not recommended for anything that you're going to work with pastels or a dust-like particle because it will actually, in the right situation, especially after cleaning, will create a static charge that will actually pull the particles off the paper. Yep. And the last thing you want is having your art, have your artwork transferred to the glass and then, Mm -hmm. you know, get wiped away. So, you know, so the three majors are available in uh, that plexiglass form. We also do... For the ready-made stuff that we have, rather than giving people the a conservation clear glass in there that's a little bit trickier to handle, mm-hmm. you know, the ready-mades we do are just filled with uh, real basic, you know, yeah, standard basic glass, st- standard glass. Um, you know, we do have a lot of customers that come in that buy, a, you know, ready-mades on a regular basis and just have us flip the glass out because they want to use the conservation glass. Um, so. That's not. That's an easy an easy fix if you yeah. you know you don't have to go to a custom if you find a, yeah, a, a ready made frame yeah. that that works and you know you you still have that option always the option to upgrade the glass yeah so. yeah because on occasion people don't even need the glass that's in the ready made so to yeah. put a higher end glass inside there that could end up getting scratched or damaged yeah. in transit or changing things out it's easier just to have the regular glasses. Yeah, I mean, there's some basic, and again, it goes back to the the whole thing with like you, you know, I assume that everyone knows how to uh, how how to wire a job or mm-hmm. how to hang a picture on the wall, but <laughs> everyone also probably knows how to handle a piece of conservation glass, right? Yeah, like yeah it's, exactly. It's not you know, I mean, you forget after you've done it for a long time. You know, there's a certain size that side that faces the artwork. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if that's reversed. Um, it can be very problematic as far as, uh, you know, s- scratching, you know, and that looks terrible. You got to remove all the protection off of it. Yeah. You go to clean and wipe it, it can actually yep, you, remove it. Yep, the interior side on the conservation glass, you don't want to use an ammonia-based cleaner on, mm-hmm. you know, and museum glass, period. You yeah. don't want to use an museum, a ammonia-based cleaner on. Safest bet is, well, we use a 50-50 mix of water and a 90% rubbing alcohol, yep. and that's the, the you know, uh, the, the best and simplest way to clean your glass without having to worry about yep. anything happening because it will remove any dust and particles you have on there. And, you know, take off some little goobies if you have any little, you know, little stickers or things that get on there. But for the most part, it's going to evaporate to the point where you don't have to worry about leaving any streaks and things behind. So yep. it cleans up a lot easier. You know, if you use something like a Windex or any powerful base cleaner, it's going to end up eating away at the film that's used that's the protection yeah on the I mean, glass and it kind of defeats the whole purpose we get that on occasion too i mean and for the most part once your picture is up on the wall you shouldn't be having yeah there shouldn't be you running into like uh you know any real points where people are touching your pictures yeah but a gentle dusting shouldn't a du- yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> just a, a microfiber cloth or a um you know just like an old t-shirt mm-hmm. you know just some cotton. Just, yeah, and, yeah. And, and that will actually, in fact, take out a lot of the thing. Like yeah, a, just like a, like a single fingerprint or something like that. Yeah. You don't have to get into like a heavy-duty cleaning. Um, you know, I've seen a number of things over the years with like a cleaning <laughs> cleaning crew is, uh, you Come know. through with the spray foam uh, yeah, cleaner and, and it just 
Yeah, it does a number on the glass. Yeah, and it ends up creating a permanent pattern or uh, people take the Windex spray and you just get this permanent mist pattern on the glass yep. that you, you can't remove. You have to replace it. Yep. It's yeah, just I've seen a couple of, it, like, I think the pictures must have been on the ground and it was like the Swiffer <laughs> thing. Oh, yeah. yeah like, that does, a, that, that does a number on the frame and the glass. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know. Not saying you have to baby it, but. Yeah, maybe you know, a little bit. You know? You know, if you have a crew coming in or you know, a regular, you might mention that certain things don't need to. Yeah, we try to Stay let away people, from this one. Exactly, yeah. we try to let people know when they pick up, especially if they've gotten something like the museum glass or things like that. We have stickers we place on the back of all the artwork that we frame, just mm-hmm. to inform people what's what it's about and things along those yep. lines. And what if people have any questions, is. they can always let us know mm-hmm. or ask us before they go ahead and do anything. We've had plenty of people ask us that yeah. stuff. And that's before. another another video series or another segment. Mm-hmm. Just be, uh, you know, your, your basic basic care for glass or care for pictures. Basic care yeah. over wear and tear, you know. <laughs> yeah. it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's really easy to do it once you know the proper, proper things yeah. to use. It's really... I mean, we don't always have to treat things with white gloves around here just because we know how to handle everything. And, mm-hmm. you know, there are certain things, though, that when you're cutting the panes of glass, especially in the museum, we actually don't use cloths and things yep. like that to grab everything with so that we don't transfer anything just to save ourselves time mm-hmm. having to clean and resurface everything before getting yep. everything fit to get together. But, so Yeah. I mean, again, those are just like simple things that, you know, you forget the people, don't, you know, because I'll... Something will leave here. Someone will call me to go and install it and get there. It's like, what the hell? What do you do? You get you're like, yeah. <laughs> All right. Does know, everyone just we lean the, when they look at these pictures? Before we hang this up, we're going to need to wipe it down. You know? Yeah. Like, um, especially you, got, you get something with like a black mat. Or, oh, yeah. Yeah, know. that's anything that has any particles or if you have anything uh, – the high gloss black mats; those are always so much yeah. fun to. Yeah, but a fingerprint shows up uh-huh, brutally over that, that so. dark, dark material. Yep. So. Yeah. Well, and then um, you know, so again, we can kind of, if if need be, someone can order off the menu and uh, mm-hmm. get get a uh, piece of regular glass if it's something that they need. We just don't really start with that. Too many decisions make it. Even the three is kind of complicated for yeah. cu- uh, customers sometimes, you know. Which and I don't... Well, we have visual aids. Visual aids in the store always help for that. We have three maps hanging right next to each other in the yep. store. Though I go through my go-to all the time. Mm-hmm. I go, do you like this look, this look, or this look? Which one is the, you know, grabs your attention first? And that's usually the easier way to explain it. I'll break down everything yep. to everybody. Visually seeing what each one does, to the same style kind of map underneath really makes it uh, – easier for people to get the idea of what's going on on that kind of stuff so yeah i mean i think it's pretty when you see the three pieces of glass it's pretty <laughs> yeah it's pretty obvious the yeah. museum glass is the best but yeah there is a, an added cost to to oh, the certainly. you know to the yeah. you know finer things are you know generally you know cost yeah. a little more obviously yeah. or uh, otherwise we would only offer one type of glass oh my god yeah <laughs> no, <laughs> But I mean, it's 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 the fragility. That's what makes it more expensive. Same thing if you have like a high gloss frame versus a standard black satin mm-hmm. frame. The high gloss frame is going to be more, just because it's more care that needs to go into taking care of it, cutting it, and putting it together. Mm-hmm. It's as simple as that. Nothing too, you know. Yeah, but you know, again, you know, the proper handling of them, and you know, I mean, I don't know where that you you're when you're giving your spiel out front, and, mm-hmm. you know. You end with the glass, you know. Yeah, I, it would just, be a little bit more I, complicated if you had to go over eight different options. That's the thing, yeah. You know, it's like it, there is... You sure so, you don't want plexiglass? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> yeah, and, and again, depending on the type of artwork, 
you know, or the size of the piece, just things I just, I don't include just to save a person time. Yeah. You know, if someone brings me in a piece that's, you know, that those maps for mm-hmm. uh, Dan that we've done all those times, those yep. giant, giant maps, I'm not even going to offer him glass because the glass isn't, doesn't come large enough. To yep. So I'll offer him all the different plexiglass options. Yep. I don't even have to discuss the glass options. But if somebody brings me in a small little 8 by 10 more than likely and it's something that's just going right to their home, I'm going to discuss glass over plexi. Yep. You know, if somebody's got a, you know, a pastel or anything along those lines, I'm never going to mm-hmm. really offer plexi unless they ask for it. You know, mm-hmm. if it's going to be transported across country, plexiglass is going to be the least of your worries with, yep. um, you know, a pastel or something that's that delicate. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that comes down to packing and shipping. Um, but... You know, spider webbing glass versus a single crack through a piece of plexiglass. There are definite downsides and upsides for both pieces, yeah. you know. Oh, well, I don't know. I think we've covered glass today. Glass, yeah. No, it's a little if, informative if, subject there. If we miss something and you're listening to this, you know, add something in the comments. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, ask questions. Give us a call. Shoot us an email. Yeah. Um, again, there's a lot of things that with people that have been in the, this business and surrounded by things and or anything um, that – you know, we're, we're probably forgetting uh, if yeah. there's a subject you want us to cover. Yeah. Um, there's a part of framing or a material that you'd like more information on. Uh, please reach out. And Yeah, you know, we'd be happy to go happy into to cover discussions it. on anything that anybody wants to talk about for framing. Yeah, it gives us a chance to get upstairs, take a break, mm-hmm. talk about product. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for joining us today. And, uh, See ya! See ya!